Welcome to the Freedom Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Jean Moncrief, and every week I answer your questions or go behind the scenes with special guests to uncover their secrets to building a valuable business, a business that brings you joy, and when the time's right, you can sell at a premium. If you're looking for a dream team of experts to help you maximize the value of your business and find the freedom you dreamt of as an entrepreneur, then you're in the right place. When it comes time to sell your company, marketing will play a bigger role than you might suspect. So today's episode is all about how to prepare and how to think about marketing as you move toward thinking about exiting or selling your business. And it goes beyond just selling your business. This is really how to think about marketing overall, how to think about creating a marketing system that is scalable and how important that is, not just if you're going to sell your business, but if you want to build a business that's scalable and valuable, then having um, a marketing system in place that isn't made up of, let's say, a, a, a sort of combination of the latest tactics and techniques and random acts of marketing. So when it comes to selling, your your focus shifts typically from revenue to profitability. You, you want to go from uh, driving up the revenue to focusing on, on bringing up the profit. And most of the approach to, or the way most business owners approach this, is that they start looking at where they can cut expenses out of the business. And regardless of whether we're going through a pandemic or whether uh, you're thinking about selling your business, most owners look at marketing as one of those areas that you can uh, take a hatchet to and just sort of chop. And that's not the best approach. Um, A far better and more effective way of looking at this and and a much more rewarding approach in terms of, is to look at it in terms of increasing your profit to lift your revenue and not to do that by decreasing your marketing spend or, um, or, or sort of cutting marketing spend and teams across the business. Uh, instead, you need to think about how do I start creating a system that's more cost-effective than what we've been doing up to now. So you, you've got to spend some money to make money, as the old saying goes, but your job now is to move away from the random sort of tactics to a more strategic mindset. And it's the random tactics that suck up all the money. So you want to think about this in terms of how do I get my marketing more laser focused? How do I get rid of all the random acts of marketing and get this thing laser focused so that my marketing system has the ability to to scale in itself and in it having the ability to scale, my business can scale. So if you, you know, to make sure that this happens and that your business is running at peak performance, you need to actively address all the weaknesses. And as you move closer and closer to a sale, you, you kind of want to think um, in terms of getting fit for a marathon. Everything that you of feeling weak at, or maybe a triathlon is a better example. Uh, if you're, you're cycling, you're swimming, you're um, you're running, where are you weak? Where do you need to be training more? And you want to think about your business like that and think about your marketing like that. So what's not working in my marketing system or in my marketing at the moment that I need to fix? And if you can get this right, marketing presents your business not just as this going concern. 
So if you manage to fix your marketing, when, a, when an acquirer looks at your business, they're not just sort of seeing this going concern. What they're seeing is a business that, that can thrive and that has the ability to scale. And that shows potential buyer that your business has opportunity for growth, which is what they're looking for. They want the ability to put some extra resources into your business and to be able to scale your business. Now, if you've stopped investing in marketing or your marketing isn't working and all you're doing all the work is the business owner, then a buyer becomes very nervous. They start thinking about all the work that they're going to have to do, the investment that they're going to have to make, um, that there's nothing proven that's working here and that the marketing function is still got to be built. And when they start thinking like that, they start to discount the value of your business. And there's a risk there. So they'll be, won't be, or, or they're going to want to pay a discounted value on your business. So we go back to where we started and this question of, you know, what do I do about marketing when I'm thinking about selling the business? Do I try and cut or scale back there? Yeah, very simply the answer is no, because when a buyer comes looking to acquire your business, if they're feeling uncomfortable and nervous about this risk, they are going to put in a, put in a lower offer or they're going to discount their offer. Now, some business owners are naturally inclined toward marketing, whereas others, it comes far more difficult. Uh, it becomes far more difficult to me. <laughs> so yeah, what I mean is, for some owners, this marketing stuff just comes naturally. For others, not so natural. And regardless of whether you're super good at it and you've been handling the, the marketing all the way along or you're no good at it and it's just something that you haven't really done, what you do need to do is build a marketing competency in your business. You know, uh, I talk a lot about removing over uh, removing dependence and particularly around the owner. One of the things you need to make sure when it comes to marketing, if you're doing all the marketing and you're the owner of the business, uh, is that you're building a team and you're letting go of, of that. So regardless of whether you're good at marketing and it's something you absolutely love and you, you've been doing well, or it's a hole in your business and nobody's been doing it, you need to sort of either shift that marketing to a team or um, and, and start hiring uh, more resources. But the question is, who do you trust? There's more agencies and tools out there than I think I've had hot meals. And I mean, I was just looking at some stats the other day. I think there's 3,647 marketing tools in Europe. Back in 2016, that was a global total. So when I say there's more agencies and marketing tools than, than I've had hot meals, I, I seriously think that it's probably pretty accurate. And as a business owner, you're thinking, who on earth do I believe? Every day, there seems to be another tool or tactic that somebody's pushing you to use. So it's understandable that this marketing thing is something, geez, it's just not working. I might as well chop it. Uh, if I'm going to sell the business, rather get the money to the bottom line than, than mess around with marketing. And you, you're, you're being told that you need to do, that you need to tweet more maybe, or that you need to run LinkedIn campaigns or writing more content and spending money uh, on copywriters for adverts or starting a podcast or building a website for, or rebuilding a website for SEO value or implementing an inbound marketing system. I mean, there's this constant flow of advice from gurus, doing those air quotes at the moment, on how to improve your marketing. And it's 
completely understandable if you're standing there thinking, oh, I don't know what to do with this stuff. I don't know who to trust. I might as well just chop it. So what, what I want you to do is, is to think about these few things and I think can help you a bit. The first thing is, is to try and simplify things. And typically I find that marketing's not really the, the sort of root cause in a business. The biggest problem uh, where you're, you're not seeing the results of your marketing effort and the results you return on your marketing investment typically has to do with your products and services and having just too many of them. So you're stretching yourself way too, uh, way too thin and you don't have the resources to market all the products and services you've got. So one of the first things I would do is look at my products and services and you probably find that 20% of your products are bringing in the majority of revenue. So you need to decide where you want to put your focus. What are the products or the services you want to put your marketing system behind? What are those products or services that bring you the majority of your revenue? And I would suggest that you try and whittle things back to those core products that you have. So that would be number one in terms of simplification. And, and very often that's part of where the problem rise. If you're spending money on marketing, and you're just not seeing the results is because you, you're not doing anything in a focused way around a focused set of products or services. It's this whole spread of products and services that you're trying to sell. The second thing I'd suggest you do is start looking at data. And if you haven't got data, start collecting it. You Very simply, what's worked in the past? And can you double down on it? So what, what have you done? Can you look back over the year and say, well, we ran that or we did that and we got great results. And then the other side of that is, what are you doing that you can stop? So a lot of owners are running marketing pains that they're scared to stop because they're worried that might turn off the lead generation tap. You may be running Google ads that you've been running for ages and not really seeing any results, but you're too scared to turn them off. Hell, turn them off for a couple of weeks and see what happens. How bad could it get? Just see what happens over that period of time. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Recently, I was talking to a client in the property development space about their sales goals. And at first they like had no idea about what their goals actually are. And this is very common. A lot of the clients I started speaking to don't have this set of, of goals. But when I push a bit, and in this case, you know, they were selling about 20 properties uh, a month. And they, I, I dug a bit deeper and a bit deeper and eventually got to the state where, stage with, well, to the point where after pushing, they decided that they wanted to turn over 30 properties instead of 20 a month. That's a 50% increase. So we get a little bit more clarity there. And then once I set that goal and we dug a little bit further, we figured out that stock's not the issue. They've got enough property. In fact, they're sitting on 300 odd units. The thing is that they need to move those units. So the problem was to figure out how to sell those extra 10 properties. And once we clear on that, then we were able to start brainstorming ways to hit those goals, those very specific goals. And that takes out all the sort of random acts of, of marketing that might have happened otherwise. And then we found that this client was using direct mail once a month to sell 20 odd properties. So do direct mail every month, sell 20 properties off the back of it. So let's mail twice a month then and see what happens. So. Basically, it's simple. Uh, 
No crazy marketing campaigns or commercials, no complex multi-step automations or five-figure Facebook campaigns. It's just, what are you doing right now that works? And what if we double that up and see what happens? And this just goes back to the point of, of simplification. So you're going over that again, you, you, you want to simplify the products and services you got, number one. Uh, majority of revenue is probably going to come from 20% of those products. You want to take a look at what you're doing that you can stop, and you want to look at the data and look at what's worked for you in the past and see if you can double down on it like those uh, folks in the property business did. So that's some very, uh, or or those are some very simplistic examples of what you could do right now yourself if you were looking at a lead generation challenge in your business. But going back to a more strategic approach to this, the first thing I would suggest you do um, is you're going to need to replace yourself. And you you may want to take a little bit of time to make sure you make the right hire there. So I would suggest that if you can't or you don't have somebody in mind or you haven't started a recruitment process to replace yourself, that you bring in a part-time chief marketing officer or a part-time marketing director. Uh, you can use companies like Chief Outsiders or the Marketing Center and bring in a seasoned marketer, a seasoned marketer who can help you to build a strategy, not just build the strategy, but oversee the execution or mentor your team to, to execute that strategy. So that person can come and join your senior, senior leadership team, help you design a marketing system, and then sort of pull your ragtag team together, uh, go through a discovery phase first, obviously, pull your ragtag team together, put a strategy together, put a plan together and start executing on it. So number one from a, a longer term perspective is basically look to to replace yourself and uh, find a part-time CMO or marketing director to do that if you need time to, to, to find the right person to fit that role and you don't want to lose any momentum. Then Figure out where your weaknesses are. If, for instance, you might have a very strong brand, but your client acquisition is unreliable. Or generate, you might be generating leads faster than you, you can deliver, and you need to attract great talent. Once worked with a, a company in, in uh, Toronto, and they were doing a phenomenal lead, a phenomenal job of closing down business, but they couldn't attract enough, um, enough talent. And they had, didn't have a great rating on... Uh, whatever the rating system over the job system is over their glass door. So they needed to do some work on kind of their external and internal branding to attract talent. So your your challenges, you, you need to understand where your weaknesses are. And marketing plays a role across your entire business, inside, outside. It attracts customers. Your brand reflects your value. So there's a lot of work you might need to be doing on your brand as opposed to your client acquisition systems. Um, and that role of, uh, of brand is critical, as I said, to attracting great talent um, and to show showcase your business, not just to customers, but to, to potential employees. So you've got your CMO in place, you've identified your weaknesses, you know where your challenges are. Um, Marketing Center has a great thing called the Marketing 360. I'll put the link into the notes and you can go and take a look at that and answer some questions and give you a sense of where your weaknesses might be. Then you want to stop working on this marketing system. Your business is made up of systems 
And one of those is your marketing and sales system or your marketing system, depending how you're going to look at it, your business development system, your client acquisition system. And you, you want to sort of map out what that system looks like, what activities work uh, for your business versus what you're throwing against the wall to see if, if it actually sticks. So mapping that system out so that you have a very clear view of, of how it's going to work, um, how you're going to attract customers, how you're, you're going to get them onto your, into your list, how you're going to make offers to them, how you're going to follow up with them, and how you're ultimately going to close the deal with them. You want to be able to measure what's going on in that system. So you want to be able to measure things like your return on marketing investment, your return on ad spend. You want to get those metrics in place. Uh, and you want the ability to show potential buyers how increasing investment in your marketing system can deliver predictable results. Because if you can do that, you're demonstrating to a potential buyer that if they acquire your business and they are injecting additional resources into your business, that your whole system can scale. And that, as I said in the beginning, is what, they, what, they're, working, uh, what they're looking for. So you want to go to work on constructing a marketing system that gives you reliable, consistent results. Um, and then finally, you need to build a team who's going to, a team to run this marketing system. And I'm not trying to oversimplify the idea of, of marketing. I know that it expands um, to encompass everything from your client acquisition to your brand and there are all those sort of strategic elements that go around it but i think for most business owners when it comes down to brass tacks it's about client acquisition you want to show potential acquirer that your client acquisition system is working so we're going back to building a team as you start to build out your team you might find that you're building out a mixture of sort of agency and in-house resources there's going to come a time where you need to finally get that uh, fill that leadership role on your team so you're no longer got a part-time marketing uh, director you're filling that role on a, a, a full-time basis and you probably want to find somebody who is a bit of a generalist has experience in your industry but that person is results driven is think strategically but and is happy to roll up their sleeves and get in with the team and get the job done you want to make sure that you you fill this role and that there are clear responsibilities about what your marketing lead whether it's marketing director or marketing lead or head of marketing is going to be uh, responsible for delivering and, and managing and looking after and then finally you want to start looking to build your team and i would say that when you look at your marketing system you need to identify the skills that you want to have in-house. So if your marketing system um, is very geared toward sort of email marketing, you may want to have that email marketing skill inside your business. Uh, and that might involve copywriting. So you may want to have email marketing, copywriting, and reporting and analytics as part of the team inside your business. And then outside your business, you look to freelancers and agencies. But be careful here. As I said in the beginning as well, there are so many marketing agencies out there that are the sort of full spectrum spectrum agency. They all things to all people that do everything for you. And I would suggest that when you're engaging a marketing agency, you look for the specialist skills that you need in your business and not a, not a generalist agency. So if you need work done on your SEO, you, you bring on specialists on SEO. If you need content written, you bring on content writers. 
Um, and you, you build your team with the flexibility of having some core internal resources and then this black book of, of external resources. And that's it. Simplify things. Um, get a leader on board. So simplify your business. Hire a part-time CMO to get your strategy done. Uh, once you've got your strategy done, you know, part of doing that is figuring out what your weaknesses are and then creating a plan to, to fix those weaknesses. Building out your marketing system. Once you've got your marketing system out, you can test different ideas, but within the sort of context of that marketing system. And you want to keep looking at what's working in that system and keep doubling down on what's working and not going off and doing other random things. And then finally building that team to support the system. So do not turn off the marketing tap. Do not turn off uh, the investment in, in your marketing. Make sure that it's laser focused and that you're building a system, but do not turn it off. Because as I said in the beginning, if you get this right, marketing can present your business, not just as this going concern, but as a growing business, as a thriving business. And it shows that potential buyer that there's opportunity for growth in the business. All right, thanks very much for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it. You know, if you're interested in potentially working with me to build a more valuable business, that really does thrive without you, and come time to sell, attracts outlandish offers, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me on LinkedIn, Jean Moncrief, or my website, jeanmoncrief.com, and drop me a note. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please support the show by leaving a review and a rating and subscribing to hear future episodes. Thanks very much for tuning in. I appreciate your time.